I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just break. That's right. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. We thank God for you. In the name of Jesus, we are here in your hearing today at uh, our weekly podcast. We thank God for you. Um, listen, we have been meandering through the Bible. And I don't say I don't want to say meandering because it's, we're not just happenstance doing something. But there was there was a prophecy that was made that was spot on, you know. I'm, I I I liken myself to one of the great voices of this time because I refuse to be religious and I refuse to be um, anything other than diligent and consistent in my job in reference to where the gospel is concerned. Um, I am an apostle. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. And apostles are trailblazers, trendsetters, and monitors of gospel ministers who are, you know, standing in pulpits and bringing stuff. And I think, you know, also my first three years in the ministry, I was homeless and God spilled me out. Paul said, God spilled me out like a drink offering in the middle of the street. And I was there. For three years, and I ministered to people hand to hand, face to face. So God trained me to be a Navy SEAL um, commander. And as I went through the phases of, you know, the Bible says that um, the disciples, there was 120 of them, but 12 of them, all the disciples were Jesus' friend because they had made a uh, decision that they would give up everything for the gospel. And that's a that's a tremendous decision to make. And so it's a situation where we have to be cognizant of what God is doing. And as a prophet, there are four things that um, have begun to take place. We've moved into a new dimension of one. There's the revelation manifestation and application of the knowledge of the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's, you know, when, we, when people talk about the blood of Jesus Christ, it's not something that has been preached, the revelation of the power, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension was the complete cycle that he went through. And that gave us immutable uh, access to all that God is, all that he has, and all that he can do. And religious preaching, which is what? Man-made sermons, sermons that are not rhema word. You know, I try to give a rhema word. This that you're hearing today is a rhema word. This is not something I sat around and pulled up scriptures or I had a pre-printed script of stuff that you know I got from a sermon book somewhere. And I've watched preachers do that over the years. I, I really have. I've been to thousands of church services, and I'm about to introduce some scriptures today that if you're truthful, you will find out that you have never heard them preached in a, in a church because they are scriptures of separation. So we have 
the revelation of the power that's in the blood of Jesus through his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. This dimension is changing this, and it's happened simultaneously right now. We have to know how to appropriate the, the, the gifts, which is praise and worship, which is reading, studying, and meditating the word, which is um, uh, giving of our money, okay, above the tenth. Your money is above the tenth. The tenth is God's money, okay, to whoever and wherever he said to give it. See, we get stuck in these religions. Well, I like my church. I like my pastor. But is that where he told you to give you? And, and if, if that is your pastor, okay, you can give him 10% as the Holy Spirit directs you. Because I've been in churches where I, I frequented uh, and I never gave them anything because they didn't even make an altar call at the end of the service. You know why? It's the same people there every week. The pastor, he don't need to make no altar call because he already know everybody there. He know him first and last name. He know the family and everything. And there's no new potential converts to Christianity. So he don't need to make an altar call. And this is taking place far for, for years. Okay. It's taking place. The first church where I was ordained and the man of God who ordained me is dead now. He's gone. He was younger than me and he's dead. And gone because of a lack of commitment to the large principles. And I want to give this, 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 the title of this message is pathways to the supernatural evangelism pathways to the supernatural. So the supernatural is unfolding in the revelation of the power that's in the blood of Jesus, which gives us access to all that he has, all that he is and all that he can do. Through what? The acquisition of money without work. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counseling, might to figure out any problem or situation that encounter that you encounter in your life. And I guarantee you, if you ain't got none, you wake up tomorrow. You may have a whole new uh, carton of eggs with some demonic chickens hatching in your house, in your life, in your family. The one thing that's very predictable about the time that we live in, because God reset mankind with this pandemic, the old mode of operation, I thought I saw it ain't going to work no more because you must have the mind of Christ. You must be operating in the mind of Christ and appropriating godly wisdom to every situation, place, person, and thing that you have. And then the other thing is protection from premature death. And sickness and disease. Sickness and disease in your mortal and, and mortal mind and body. Because, you know, it's a lot of people got healthy bodies, but their minds is bent. Toe up from the flow up. All you got to do is look at the news for, you ain't even got to look for the whole news, Kevin. You, if, you get, if you look at the news until you get to the weather and sports, you've seen about 100 murders or 100 situations where people are dying at the hand of other people. And some of this stuff is grievous. I try not to look at it, but as a prophet, I need to know where we are in the cycle of things. The revelation of the power is in the blood of Jesus. Okay. The acquisition. Okay. Of family reconciliation. That's the next one. The acquisition of family reconciliation. 
It's a time for us to be praying for our families now for them to come in out the, out the rain because it's raining and it's raining. It's raining sprinkles and showers on those who are walking in the spirit and it's raining hellfire and brimstone and everybody else. And that includes all the religious Christians who are here because they have no solutions for what they do. See, there's no real protection. That being the case, how many Christ, how many older Christians died of COVID, Alpha, Beta, Data, Dalron, and I don't know, they got a new one out now. They got something out now called the monkeypox. I don't know what that is. What the, but it's a... Yeah, my 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 assistant is here. Evangelist is here. That's not part of that, but it's a new. And they show I I like monkeypox. I saw that on the news, so I went to Google and looked it up. And they showed some pictures of some grievous boils and festers that break out all over people's body. You need protection from that. And the only thing that can protect you is the blood of Jesus, appropriating the blood of Jesus, and then you need to be praying for your family to come in. And speak boldly to them. Will they? Will you be persecuted? Probably so. My family don't want to talk to me about about uh, about Jesus. They, they don't because I got a lot of religious Christians in my family, and they got all different religions. Oh, I'm Baptist. I'm I'm Catholic. I'm Episcopalian. I'm I'm Seventh Day Adventist. I'm this, that, and that. And I'm non-denominational. I don't believe in denominations because you can't find them in the book. Anything that's not in the Bible, I do not ascribe to it. I don't live by it. I don't preach it. And I don't expect other people to. I judge people and situations, places, persons, and things by the word of God. And primarily the red letter edition. Okay. I'm reading through Matthew right now. And there are astounding revelations as we get into evangelism. So we got the the appropriation of the manifestation of revelation, wisdom of what is the power of the blood of Jesus. What did he really accomplish on that cross to have a full understanding of that? And in doing that, now it's family reconciliation. Say family reconciliation. You need to be praying for your family. You need to be talking to them. Okay, I have a sister and she came through a very dire situation. I'm on my way to go see her. Uh, I'm 66 years young and vital. Every cell, every gland, every organ, every chemical process, every bone, every ligament, every tendon, every cartilage, every burst of sac has returned to the days when I was 20 years old. That's my confession. Isaiah 35. No, it was Deuteronomy 34. Seven says Moses lived to be 120. His eyes was not dim. He wasn't running around wearing glasses. He needed glasses to see. Now, you know, it was, it's interesting to me, Jacob, before he passed away, he, he was blind almost. And so for various reasons, I don't know, maybe he didn't ex- use his faith while he was one of the great, pa- he was in the patriarchal line of, 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 of his father's but he ended up that way. But the Bible said Moses, the great prophet, his eyes were not dim, nor was his natural force abated. That is everything that God created this body. And Psalms 139 says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You, it's, it's there and it's operating at full potential. It ain't, it, it's not waning over the years and I ain't having no senior moments. And everybody has some, you know, with the schedule that I keep, 
and and running through life, running with Jesus through life and all the projects I have that God created in me to help mankind, secular and church projects. Okay. I, sometimes I'll go and say, no, what, I came in here, to, what did I come in here to get? Oh, I came in here to get the mayonnaise so I can make me a sandwich. <laughs> Open the refrigerator and be looking like, oh, 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 there's some vitamins I'm supposed to take. So I, I, when that happens, okay, it's not because of the, my mental vitality is slipping. It's that I got so many, so much stuff running through my mind, and I, I put on the helmet of salvation and the mind of Christ and get right through it. It only only lasts a second, okay, and that's normal for all ages. You can ask your seven year old son, say, "Listen, where'd you put that car I gave you, son? I told you to put it in the, in the box." Uh. Because he, you know, he can't remember the last time he was playing with it, okay? It's on the steps for somebody to fall and hurt themselves. And daddy saw it and said, where's, where's the car I gave you? Oh, I forgot. And sometimes they be lying. They do know where it's at. They just don't want to tell you. <laughs> don't want to tell you. Um, so the appropriation of the revelation of the power of the blood of Jesus. And with that goes supernatural healing of body and mind. Mm, 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 mm. The third thing that's happening, and it's all happening simultaneously. So you got to get in where you fit in, jump in where you can get in, start and start rolling with some of this. Wealth transfer. Every time in the history of mankind that you have seen in this Bible, there was a war or a famine going on, and it's a war for your faith, for your life, your spiritual and your natural life and, and natural mind. Some people in good physical shape, as I stated, but their natural minds is toe up. They fragile. You see all these commercials on TV. If you're looking at anything, you can be looking at a sports cast. And I'd like to look at sports stuff and sports news. And they're getting on my nerves right now because they ain't got nothing to talk about except KD and what he said. And and I ain't got no time for that. Okay. You just, you know, listen. If it's a game on or something, now they got hockey and baseball. And I don't, I'm not a bad hockey or a baseball fan. So I try to find enlightening movies to look at. Okay. Uh, so you have revelation of the power of the blood of Jesus. You have the acquisition of supernatural signs, miracles, and wonders and healing and restoration for body and mind. That's number two. Number three is wealth transfer. It's taking place. I'm in it right now. God is pushing me to the limits. He has me spending money and doing stuff that, man, I'm like, listen, Lord, I, I wouldn't be. Uh-uh, not me, not me, Lord. Okay. And, you know, that's like I have a I have a late model Mercedes van, and I was looking at all the, it's a it's a Metris, and I was looking at all the Sprinters on the, on, on the street. I passed about three or four of them coming in here, and. I recognize what a what a great vehicle it is. First of all, it's four cylinders with super turbocharged engine, so it's good on gas, and gas is seven dollars a gallon here in California. We in California. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going back to Cali. Now you don't want to come out here. You better if you live somewhere else, you better stay where you at because the government here is the it's the worst, it's the forty ninth worst place in the United States to do business. Companies are leaving. They leaving. They've been leaving for over thirty years. 
I've been out here 30 years, and I think one of the first plants that left, a Cadillac, a GM picked up, and Toyota left. And where did they go? They went somewhere where they didn't down have to south. pay. Down, well, they went down south, but some of them went, across the, went back across the border. Some of them parts and stuff is made across the border and all that. And I ain't got no problem with that other than it leaves this economy vacant. So you have a wealth transfer, and we're in the greatest wealth transfer, the greatest famine that you will ever see is you're in the midst of it right now. The, you know, I, I saw this in the spirit, and I'm going to share it. And you jump in here anywhere you feel like it, girl. You just, the evangelist is here, and she is loaded. Her gun is loaded, and her beehive is full of honey. Let's go. Um, I saw the world system as a big bear. <laughs> you know, because when the markets crash or going down uncontrollably, they call it a bear market. And it's amazing. A very close friend of mine has been showing me all these, <laughs> all these videos. Of these bears just clowning, man. What was it? It was one walking through. What was it walking through? It was walking through. They've been all over. They've been in people's backyards by the no. But there was pool. one in a major. A condo complex or something. No, and the and a hotel. In a hotel. It was a hotel. And he's and he, on went, the, he went in there and got some cookies and left out the back door. He went and got <laughs> cookies. <laughs> and that's what the that's what the, the big money stock market people been doing. They've been getting cookies for as long as they can and they yoke cookies. Cause they want you to go to work and spend all the money you have and die broke, poor, and sick. Okay, and now they can't find enough people to get them back into the market. But what's happened now is with this war and the unique set of circumstances that God has allowed, the bear done stuck his foot in the trap. Now, if you know anything about a bear trap, guess what? When that thing snaps on him, even though he's a big, he could be a, a, a ton, half a ton, okay, animal. With them big talents and everything. That thing snap on one of his feet. He howls. Aah! You can hear him howling for 20 miles. If he up on the mountain somewhere, you hear. Aah! And that's what they doing. They howling. <laughs> because once he gets in there, he going to fumble with it and, and use the other foot or feet to try to get that thing off. But what happens? It snap and it's razor sharp. It goes all the way to the bone and locks in. With 200 pounds pressure, and he's trapped, and he's howling, and he don't know what to do, and ain't nothing he can do, and that's what's happening to the financial system that we're in right now. The people who run it, the politicians who regulate it, they ain't got nothing for the inflation is going up. I fill my van up, and I was talking about the metrics God gave me. He gave me that metrics and paid for it inside of a year, and less than a year was paid for. I wasn't trying at that time. I wasn't trying to take on no sixty thousand dollars for no for no van, and it's gone up in price now because of these unique set of circumstances that we're in. Okay. Now I'm gonna get to my I'm gonna get to my scriptures, but I, I just got to talk about this. And then the last thing on that list, okay, we have revelation of the power of the blood of Jesus, healing for body and mind, well transfer. Family reconciliation. You need to be praying for them. I want to give them in the order that, they, that it's taking place. And so the wealth transfer is taking place right now. Now, you might not know it because when you go to the grocery store, your groceries have doubled in the last year. 
gas has doubled, in, more than doubled out here in California because they got all these taxes for the environment and all this stuff, man. They're adding $2 a gallon to, to every gallon that's pumped. And in and, and California, you need to release this stuff and let the price of that gas come down. All these regulations and all this stuff, just stupid. Exxon is talking about leaving California. They're talking about it. I saw them on the news talking about, you know, the, the they, they've cut that. Watch this. It's a famine. Price of gas is going up, and they're cutting down their production. Here in California, come on, man. Squeezing the people. But guess what? God has an economic system that is not depending on your business or your sweat equity job that you might have. It's separate. It's kingdom economics of abundance, increase, prosperity, wealth, and riches. Supernatural overflow, debt cancellation. Thank you, Lord. He can cancel that debt on your house. All them credit cards, three quarters of American houses in the United States since the first of the year have been living, have run up $120 billion in credit card debt to buy food, clothes, and gas. Now, what's going to happen when they reach that limit? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Read for me Acts chapter 1-8. This is the evangelist, the greatest evangelist on the face of the earth. Did you want to introduce yourself, evangelist, or you just want to participate today? Boy, I participate. Oi. Okay. Just say hello. Can you say hello? Hola. Be polite now. Be polite. <laughs> Hola. Como estas? Hello. My name is Crazy. Blanche. Uh, Acts 1, what? 8. Acts 1. Now, we're talking about pathways to the supernatural evangelism, and evangelism is something that has been left out of the modern mainstream mm -hmm. churches now. I ha Listen. I have never gone to a service of any particular, well, I could say that, uh, what's the, the, the Mormons get out there and get busy now? They're not going to do it. They don't have a real gospel, but they get out there and they believe in committing people to service to. They go in any neighborhood. They go anywhere. Okay. I see some of the places I live, they knocked on the door. They've been over like, there do you, all over Watts white everywhere. White folks, do you know where you're at? <laughs> and they just as nice and they ain't got nothing to offer there. They don't lead you to Christ. What do they do when they come to the door? So can you tell me? I don't know. I've never talked know. to them because when I talk I to them, I lead them to Christ. To them. What y'all doing over here, man? Oh, we just, we're from the morning church and we, what, is, what, what, what do you do when you get there? Are they going to lead them to Christ? I doubt it. Okay. They never have. I've never seen it done. And that's not like any other demonic religions. And all religion is demonic. Okay, let's just get that straight. If you're preaching or teaching or you're not adhering to all of the Bible principles that are in print, and you can't find Mormons in the Bible, you can't find Baptists in the Bible, you can't find Episcopalian in the Bible, you cannot find them. These are man-made traditions. Religion is a man-made tradition. And so we're dealing with pathways to the supernatural. Uh, she's going to read Acts 1 8. Go ahead. Acts 1, verse 8. Mm -hmm. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me in both Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and to the other more parts of the earth. What? You shall be witnesses. Okay, so what is the power of the Holy Spirit for? 
One, let me make this statement, and you can see it. You can go to Acts. We're in one. You go to two, eight, ten, and nineteen, and you will see that the supernatural occurrences of the power of God uh, being portrayed through somebody other than Jesus happened during evangelism. The power gifts, the gift of miracles, and the gift of faith go with the office of an evangelist. Okay. Why? People need to see the manifested power of God. And I ain't never been to a church where somebody came in a wheelchair and went home walking. I've been to them all over the globe. I've never been, uh, some, some of my best friends as preachers, I love them, but I've never been to their church and I've never seen nobody with blind eyes go home seeing. I've never seen them come to church deaf and leave home, leave hearing. I never seen them ask for a financial miracle and you know, because this is, this is a touchy subject for a lot of people, but you know, a lot of times people come to church, they, you know, you have to come to church to give something. Most people go to, go to church to get something from God. And that's where they miss the supernatural manifestation of finances in their lives. Let's go to, <laughs> Let's go. We're going to go to, I want to get to one of these scriptures in, in this bit. God, doogly woogly. Uh, let's go to, let's go to, where am I at? Matthew. Matthew. Oh, did, my, did all my scriptures translate over? Yeah, here we go. Matthew 12, 23 through 33. Okay, now you're going to read that for me. Matthew 12. 23 through 33. Okay. Matthew 12, 23 through 33. I'm waiting on you whenever you oh, get I'm there. I'm ready. I'm there. Okay. Well, start reading. And, and all the people were amazed and said, is not this the son of David? And confuting the absurd change of the... What is it? That's the same thing? No. Matthew. I got no. I got it. in between. It has different words in between. Okay. Twenty-four. But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, "This Pharaoh doth not cast out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils." And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, "Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided." against itself should not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? Every so often, give us a verse. Okay. You read it fast. 27. Verse 27. <laughs> and if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. The children are gonna be the judges. Yeah, that's why. That's why I work with. I try to get to work with the young people. Go ahead. And I got a good group, 20, man. Verse twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. But if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is coming to you. Keep going. To, I'm sorry. To what? Okay. Twenty-nine. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except that he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? So you got you got to have real tangible power there to bind. Read verse thirty for me. Verse thirty. Mm-hmm. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathers not with me scatters the bride. Stop right there. That's where I want to get to, and then we're gonna go into the altar call. We're gonna gather some souls today. Jesus said in the middle of this convoluted conversation 
of the persecution that came on him by the Sadducees and the Pharisees because they were looking for a reason to disavow him as the son of David and the son of God. Okay. He said, if you're not with me, you're against me. If you're not gathering. Oh, let me read that again. He said, he that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. In other words, if I'm not circulating through men, gathering souls, praying for the sick, putting the kingdom of God in a place where they can work signs, miracles, and wonders that will tangibly affect people's lives positively and to make them have more hope, more confidence, and more faith in Jesus, I ain't doing nothing but just, just spinning my wheels. Watch this. Keep going. 31. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Keep going. And whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Keep going. Either make the tree good of and his fruit good, or else the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. Okay, go ahead. Read one more. Our gener old generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Okay, so he called them vipers. Now, it's time for us to do our altar call. Go ahead, real quick. The Bible verse that you can go to is Romans 10, 9, and 10. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Repeat after me. Dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus, for come into my heart. Live inside of me. Be Lord over my life. Fill me with your power overflowing. Amen. Listen, if you, if you didn't get all of that, okay, you want to go back and re-listen to this. You, you can go to uh, our podcast. This is Apostle Chris Ward. Thank you so much. We love you.